This week on Erotic Awakening, Erotic Rope. Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. How do you feel today? I feel okay, but... Because uh, you slept in pretty late this morning. I, I did noticed. sleep in pretty late. So so did you. That's unusual. That That's true. Um, and I think we, we slept in late because we were out, out late. Out very last late night. last night. Don and I got to go to a uh, play party local here in town last night. Yeah. Had uh, a number of different scenes. And um, you got to both bottom and co-top with me. Yeah, we have one person that I can top, so... Or at least attempt to, but it doesn't happen very often, but it works very well with her. It does indeed, and um, she has the cutest little evil giggle. <laughs> she does. It's, uh, it's nice when you're um, going to start a scene with someone, and you uh, turn, and you start to get your bags out. And in this case, we're talking about a BDSM scene. And um, you turn around, and you start to say, well, go ahead and take your clothes off, whatever you're comfortable with. And She's, she's already, already naked. <laughs> yes, clapping her little hands, and we're good to go. Good to go. Um, so, I know for me, just sitting down this morning, so it's a little, a little rough. So we had a nice scene ourselves. Very interesting party that we went to last night. Had a mix of all kinds of erotic stuff going on. Not only was it a straightforward BDSM scene with people doing the normal flogging and that kind of stuff. Um, I've heard something about someone pulled a chain out of something. Yes, I heard that too. <laughs> the nether regions of something, someone. <laughs> I think that's someone we need to bring on the show. Yes, absolutely. She's and got a cute laugh too. She does, and we and we and along with the BDSM stuff, there was a lot of good old-fashioned um, cocks going into things as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. There is at least one uh, lucky gentleman who was wearing a kilt and had a woman under his kilt, and uh, he seemed to be. Doing research for our next episode on blowjobs, <laughs> and um, another um, person was receiving. Um, what's a nice way to say a person was receiving intercourse? I didn't want to say just getting fucked, but it really she was getting fucked. She was. She was. She was seriously uh, getting fucked. She was in the the middle of coitus or something. <laughs> that sounds even worse. Yeah, we'll just stick with getting <laughs> fucked. So uh, on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, we're going to talk about some of those events. And it's just real quick, we're going to go over the events that are coming up in your neighborhood in the next uh, couple of months, maybe go out a month or two. And we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but really what I want people to uh, understand is that when we talk about, we go to all these great events, we go to swing events or BDSM events or, or all these different kind of events, it's, you know, never sit there and think, oh, you're so lucky that stuff like that's happening in your neighborhood. 
chances are it's happening in your neighborhood as well and maybe not in your in your town specifically but these things are happening all over the place and there's a great amount of variety I mean, anything from the uh, small, intimate play party of 200 that we went to last night, or even smaller, and some munch groups and larger events. And you might be surprised to find out that your neighbors have um, dungeons in their basement, or other, or sex studios in their in their extra bedroom. And uh, you might say, oh, no, not in my neighborhood. Well, it certainly is happening in my neighborhood. And we don't live in a strange neighborhood. We live in... Normal, yeah. Every town America, for absolutely. Lack, for lack of a better term, I think that's, that's probably the silliest term. thing I've said. Every town America. That's, <laughs> I might have to edit that out. That's a little bit too strange sounding. Um, let's talk about. We got a little bit of feedback recently. Let's talk about that real quickly. Uh, on our episode on DS relationships, not too long ago, someone wrote and said, "Listening to your discussion reminded me of what drew me to DS in the first place." I cried when you read the essays you'd written. Thank you, Dan and Dong, for your thought-provoking discussions and bringing your podcast to the community. And then we had some feedback on blowjobs. Uh, I just finished listening to your latest erotic awakening. Wow, just hearing you talk about it made me all tingly. Now I'm craving popsicles for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one myself. Let's talk real quick. So, uh, feedback. We appreciate the feedback. Keep it coming. And we love the feedback that says, you know what I want to see next on your show is do this. Or, um, you guys talk a lot about this, but I'd want to hear more about this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love to have a direction to be pointed at sometimes. Oh, absolutely. We have a list of stuff to do. We can add to that list. Absolutely. So, let's talk a little bit about events that are coming up in your neighborhood. And we're just going to run through these events real quick. And if you want more information about them, we'd be happy to provide that information. Um, We happen to have a fairly decent calendar. And if it's an event that we're going to be at, we'll point that out as well. Do you want to go do the first one? I can do the first one. Um, Wildfire this weekend, June 12th through the 14th in Texas. And then there's a Triad Next Generation dinner munch. And a munch just getting together, meeting people. And that's in Mount... In Mifueblo, High Point, North Carolina. Excellent. Uh, Northeast Ohio Polyamory. Looks um, like their group's having a little get-together. Mm-hmm. And, whoa, one of my favorites is a kinky flea market. And that one is being held at something called the Playhouse, and that's in Balto, Maryland. Pony Palooza, hmm, in Connecticut. Neat. A little pony play for people. Perhaps they'll have competitions, ribbons, that kind of stuff. Um, there's objecti- ob- ob- Objectify. Objectify the sextant in New York City. And then we have Gwen in Austin, Texas. Yay, Gwen! July 17th through the 19th. Group with no name is what Gwen stands for, which I guess is a name of itself. Yep, so great uh, people. Yeah, we love getting out to uh, out to Austin when we get a chance. And if there is anyone from the group Gwen listening, hey, we'd love to come out there. <laughs> a little self-promotion there. There you go. Uh, DC Leather Pride. A, uh, another flea market and pansexual play party fundraiser, and that's happening in Baltimore. Okay. What else we have here? We'll just do a couple more real quick. Uh, a latex workshop on July 8th in Calgary, Alberta. 
That should be interesting. Yeah. And um, and then finally, in West Virginia, there's a Camp Out, which is a camping event. So hopefully what you got out of that was, A, there's a lot of stuff going on out there, and B, we have a lot of stuff to talk about still. Absolutely. So, And these are just the uh, things that we scrolled through on the calendar. I mean, there's still a couple of big events coming up. There's uh, Woodstocks in Pennsylvania that mm-hmm. we'll be at in July. There's uh, GLLA in August and in Indianapolis that will be at in, and then September. I mean, somewhere in there is Leather Retreat in Maryland, and then September is Dark Odyssey Summer Camp. And let's not forget about Cope. Oh, absolutely! In September, one of our very first shows we did, we talked to the um, the people that run Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio Perversion Excursion. Yes, and uh, that would be Barrick and Sheba. And that event is a, it's a pretty young event, but it has uh, it's on. Jeez, I think this is the fourth event coming up. Maybe yeah. And have to. they have just got it down. If if you wanted to try an event with a lot of variety and a lot of um, information for new people, a lot of welcoming mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff going on for our, us old timers, um, this has become one of our favorite events. And and of course. Um, being that Barak and Sheba are friends of ours, they often rope us into doing something last minute. And but that's for us, that's just a great way to give back to the community. So that's always a pleasure. Right. That plus the Scarlet Sanctuary. So usually that's the event where we run Scarlet Sanctuary at. So our Sacred Touch tent. And uh, we absolutely need to talk about the Scarlet Sanctuary and Sacred Touch as part of our erotic podcast soon. Absolutely. <laughs> So today we have a um, a fairly quick interview with our ro- our local rope slut. <laughs> she loves that title. <laughs> yep, Amber the rope slut has been running the or co-running mm-hmm. the Columbus Rope Group here, and they are just about to hit their one year anniversary. Wow! And uh, she sat down with us for a little while, mm-hmm. and uh, we talked about how, why rope is erotic for her. Now, I do want to mention, as we get started, that if this is something that you're interested in, then you are listening to the wrong podcast. If you say, whoa, this rope thing is great, I want to learn more about it, then you want to head over to graydancer.com and listen to the rope cast that he does. He's on, I believe, episode 208 or 209, something like that. Yeah, he's way up there. And he calls himself... The Ninja Sex Poodle and Ronin of Love. And I'm not sure <laughs> what yet that what that means, but I've been to his presentations. He's a, he's a fantastic presenter, very Absolutely. informative. Uh, the podcast is great. So if you end up finding yourself uh, listening to Amber the Rope Slut and saying, wow, I want to learn more about that, you could either attend a couple of the events that she mentions in uh, the central Ohio area, but you could also head on over to graydancer.com and subscribe to his podcast. Today, we're sitting outside of a bowling alley. <laughs> so here we are in Columbus, Ohio today, and we are sitting here, and we are talking with Amber. Amber is co-owner of the, what is the name of the group? The Central Ohio Rope Group. Central Ohio Rope Group. So that group, if I understand correctly, is all about the rope, all about tying people up and being tied up and that kind of stuff. Yep. And we know a lot of times if we say the name Amber, it's synonymous with rope. Everybody knows Amber and Rope. So, <laughs> and how, what, is, what does your signature say? Now that I think about it, Amber the Rope Slot. 
It's a little louder for the microphone. Amber, the rope slut. Thank you. And, and uh, would you? So is is rope erotic? It's very erotic. Why? Um, there's a vulnerability level to rope, but also a security within the rope. Um, for me, it's you know you're all wrapped up and you're bound and you can't move. You're at your most vulnerable. But yet, at the same time, you feel very, very safe within the rope. Um, it's, you know, I can't ever explain it any other way except for, except that way. I mean, it's, it's, it takes me to a place, I mean, there's like different aspects of the play. I mean, I can play and be bound and be left alone and it can be very meditative or I can um, be bound and it can be really very interactive and I can you know carry on a whole play scene with somebody um, but it fulfills different needs for myself mm-hmm. how'd, how'd you get started when 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 did you get tied up and someone and you said oh wow this might work um, my first tied experience of being tied was at um, Ohio Smart um, and that was about four years ago uh, when I went with you guys <laughs> and um, I was scared to death um, if I remember correctly at one point I was like crying in the corner and you had to come and calm me down um, but I was getting ready to play with somebody that I, I didn't know is my first time ever playing out in public with any with anyone and the first time I had um, done rope um, I didn't know this person at all Um, but he was a member of smart Ohio smart and he was also very well known for his rope um, his rope work and he was an excellent person for an introduction into with the rope and after our play session I mean I processed that whole play session for um, probably a couple of months and after I had processed all of my feelings and, and, and all the fears that I had and the whole experience um, I just couldn't wait to be tied again and actually looked for a couple of years to find somebody to tie me um, and then that's when I met um, Jerry the Rope Guy and uh, my understanding Jerry runs a group uh, he runs the group in Columbus with you? Right. He runs, um, him and I co-own the, the Central Ohio Rope Group, and he also has a rope group in Cincinnati that he runs, um, and it's the Cincinnati Rope Group. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the, but I, and I also um, think we need probably one more rope group in, up in Cleveland. Nice. Very cool. So you said that you find uh, rope meditative. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, when when I'm bound, the, the same thing, um, the same effect happens when I'm in the rope as it does if I'm bound up in a straitjacket. I don't know if it's necessarily just the rope, mm-hmm. um, but it's just the confinement um, of the rope that... Um, is it just lets me slip away, um, kind of like going off in into a, a la la land or something. I don't know, but it, be, it becomes very meditative. I can clear my mind um, um, and just be in that mm-hmm. moment. Would you compare it to subspace? 
or is it no. different? It's different for me. Well, for me, it's different. It's not really um, a floaty um, endorphin subby type of space. Mm-hmm. It's more um, more secure and sturdy, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I get my mind if once the ropes start going on me, I can feel myself starting to to sink into it and. Um, people who have played rope with me know that I'm getting ready to go because my eyes do get glossy mm-hmm. like you know like subspace does for some people but I don't think it's necessarily the same place because for me subspace is caused by you know like maybe you know an impact scene where you're, the pain is causing the endorphins and and you're floating that way whereas Mm -hmm. the rope it's more of just sinking into that moment Mm -hmm. so you top people as well you tie people up as well as being tied up by them yes it looks really hard it's not hard I've, i've been to events and you'll see somebody swinging a flogger or swinging a paddle and you'll and i say oh i can do that i can learn how to do that but uh, you say rope doesn't isn't hard, but it looks very intricate. And it looks like there's all these weird, complicated, complicated, all these different and, knots yeah. you have to know. No, you actually only need um, one. One of the biggest um, things that Jerry does teach, um, and he goes over at every single um, class, is that you don't need to know a bunch of knots in order to tie somebody up. Um, just two is all that he ever uses, and and. I mean, it's it's really it, it it is really simple. I mean, if you just come to one of the rope groups and um, we're always going over the basics and teach the basics and learn the basics, and once you get that down, just your own imagination, um, and you can do rope. We've been to a couple of these um, group meetings, and it always is it always seems to be well attended. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the room seems to be packed. So what twenty? people um, at least if not more we generally i th- would think the average i would say probably the average is about 30 we've had mm-hmm. uh, up to 40 in the room before um for the suspension class though we did limit the um attendance to those because we had the two beams and only so many people would you know could, you know, can actually right. tie at the same time um but although we didn't do too bad i mean i think everybody Everybody got to participate. Everybody got to be suspended that wanted to be suspended. Um, and everyone had a really great time. And, and Julia did a fantastic job um, teaching that class, actually. Oh, great. So why do you think this is a, such a turn one for people? I mean, there's some people that it seems like all they do is rope. It's like their fetish, their thing that... Well, I think there's different aspects of it, though, for the rope. Um for me, it's the sensuality part of it, mm-hmm. um, the vulnerability part of it. Um, there's also, um, I mean, rope is not just a central art. It's also, um, it can also be very sadistic. Um, you know, it, rope hurts sometimes. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's not always, you know, that the, the soft rope, you know, that the rope, trailing across your skin giving you goosebumps sometimes the rope is is in a very awkward place that's hurting like a -er Mm mf'er and you and all you're doing is trying to 
stay in that position as long as you can because you've been strung up in some predicament or something. Because hmm. um, there's a couple of predicaments that um, Jerry and I had done before that um, was actually a, a lot of fun, and they really do push your limits, um, especially with my um, physical um, limitations with health issues and stuff. Uh, there's a lot of them that we would he would put me in that would really really push those limits and nice. i'd be in in tears afterwards good tears though yeah, yeah sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um so for our uh we have a lot of um horny listeners as well sure do you ever use rope as foreplay does it ever lead to um, other things penetrative things hmm. i i Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I there's been many a times um, that that I would have wanted a lot more um, with the rope. I mean, after the rope or mm-hmm. during the rope, after the rope. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you can also tie. I mean, like the next the um, June's class is um, on sexual positions and ties. Um, oh. So you guys need to come out. And what day of the month is this? <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is the third um, Sunday of each month at Stonewall. Very cool. Oh. Two, to, two, to, two, to five. Yes. two to five. For our uh, regular listeners, they recognize the Don Giggle of... Writing <laughs> <laughs> right. it down. Here we go. <laughs> very cool. Very cool, Amber. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Do you have a podcast, event, book, or product you'd like to promote on Erotic Awakening? We'll be happy to help spread the word. Toss us an email at eroticawakening at bluecatservices.org. Coming up next week. Sex temples. Sacred sex temples. Yes, sacred sex temples. Music heard on Erotic Awakening Free by White Knight Strawberry Jam by Jerry Bradley And Wanda by 31D1 Is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network More information can be found at music.podshow.com (laughs) 